0: everyone to Polk and Kush. It is Tuesday. That's right, everybody. Early bird. Tuesday, November 22nd. Happy birthday to my main man, George. Turning five. Man, already. Already. So uh, big week in the Kushner estate. Uh, and gobble gobble to everybody else in the world uh, or America at least a uh, a fun time thanksgiving <laughs> the best holiday on the calendar a great week uh to be around and alive are you uh are you
1: good on the birthday did you buy anything you taking him anywhere no
0: no uh no <clears throat> is that no.
1: strictly a wife duty
0: <laughs> i wouldn't even say it. <laughs> wife duty she's way better at planning the birthday party than me i have mm-hmm. nothing if it was me the birthday party would be like here's cookie cake i'm gonna eat half of it <laughs> i hope you like it and you're just sitting there in a robe <laughs> yeah, i know i did on watching the, spotlight the, <laughs> yeah, for the 175th <laughs> time I'd be like oh they're such good reporters aren't they george uh, <laughs> um uh the my first offer to my wife for his birthday party was uh, and he doesn't care. My middle child likes sports a lot, but my oldest does not care at all. And I was like, well, you and I was playing three basketball games this week. Yeah, I was like, we should do it. You a basketball game. She's like, is that a party for you? Or I was like, that's a valid point. <laughs> uh, so a lot going on, of course, uh, with Thanksgiving. And with, you know, just feels like very, uh, it's, it's a nice time here. The, the weather got cold. That was weird. And the sun didn't come out for a while. But now I think we're getting back into the normal, you know, winterish territory.
1: Here. I think it was cold for 72 hours before I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, what is this? That's, that's more than enough. It's been three days. I'm good. Yeah. Saturday was terrible. I'm good. I'm not going to go anywhere. It's dark. I wake up and it's dark. Uh-huh. I go to work in a dungeon. It's dark <laughs> the whole time. And then when I leave, it's dark. So I'm enshrouded in darkness all day and it's freezing. That's great. Yeah. It's seasonal affective disorder, man. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, Do they
0: make a can of moon for that? <laughs> I think they do. You got to get yourself out of there. You need to buy one of those tanning beds for the office. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah man it's it's the the time change is always goofy. I do like that it's lighter earlier. I don't care so much like this is what the product of someone with kids and someone without kids is my ass is up very early regardless, yeah. and I'm glad that like at least feels like the day at 7 o'clock in the morning as compared to 6 o'clock at night. I want the sun to go down ASAP because then everybody starts to feel like they're getting ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than like mid-July, and they're still running around in the backyard, and you're like, guys, it's 8 o'clock. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get an hour to myself every night. Let's come on.
1: You're giving him the Flanders bedtime. Yeah, exactly. It's 5 p.m. <laughs> the FedEx guy uh-huh. hasn't even shown up yet, and you're tucking the kids.
0: <laughs> you need to throw down those, those uh, blind, you know, the, the blackout
1: blinds. That's what I got to do. This evening was uh, a crazy trip out of the ordinary. We, uh, My girlfriend and I got home from work and then went out hey. and did an errand and then came back. <laughs> Usually we just get home and it's like, well, that's that. Not going back out, and we both driving in the city to work, so of course we're not going to venture back out. We're both shell shocked from the day's horrors. It's like I'm not going to go to Sonic tonight. We went to Sonic. It's like it's like we were teenagers again. Cherry limeade. I just uh, you know wanted to get diarrhea at a good. Couple hours before the show, I (laughs) I, just ordered it.
0: (laughs) I had a Barks root beer icy today. Yeah. At Circle K. First of all, it made me horribly sick. Shouldn't I? It was the only size they had was. like humongous there's
1: no barks root beer icy by the way <laughs> yeah. this is
0: no something no, they've yeah. created so that's what i was gonna say is it, so all the other ones have like the official label right like with an actual coca-cola thing an actual dr pepper thing whatever and the barks one literally is just written in sharpie it, it looks says, like a sign from laughing <laughs> it's just written in sharpie and it says barks and then the guy wrote parentheses like <laughs> not here for long I hope not. No, like, yeah, once you murder enough random <laughs> morons who decided to to drink this. Uh, and they only had like the only size cup they had was like gigantic. And I don't have any willpower. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just fill the top. I'll throw it away whenever I don't feel it. I drank like 60 ounces of ice.
1: Those things way. are deceptive, too, because yes. the one that's 80 ounces is like 15 cents. <laughs> And then the regular human-sized one is like $4. So you're like, yeah, I'll get the feed bag of Icy. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, is, uh, it was enormous. I drank way too much of it, and now I don't feel very good.
1: I've been hearing that your diet is horrific. Horrific. Uh, Christian Clark said you guys <laughs> like split a party sub like you're a house party with Kid and Play. You guys both ate eight-foot po' boy. And then he like goes home to throw up and calls you and you're at Ben and Jerry's. Is this true?
0: <laughs> it was, dude, it's it's inescapable, man. There's just like Halloween candy still in my house. It never stops, man. There's no there's no escape uh, of chicken nuggets, grilled cheeses. They're always there. So yeah, like what was his cheat meal of going? We went to Katie's restaurant. It was delicious. Mm. Uh, and we went there and we both ate enough to where we both texted each other within like an hour like i'm in bed <laughs> like, you went and got dessert though after this <laughs>
1: on your own of
0: course yeah i ended up in beignets with my child <laughs> three hours later at least you've got a child with you i didn't know that part yeah but still i could have not gone to get beignets
1: yeah well you're <laughs> man versus food uh, I had a small tater tot earlier and feel like I'm going to have to call in <laughs> to
0: the morgue tomorrow. It's terrible, man. Save some room. The youth is truly wasted on the young. I guess so. I used to just be able to shuffle fast food in my mouth and didn't didn't stop me from one second to go play basketball. <laughs> you know? <laughs> now, I ate like half a sandwich and I, and I was like, oh, I, I, I got to get in bed for a while and Did, then go eat beignets when I wake up.
1: You just got to... Wash it down with some cigarettes, I think.
0: <laughs> I think that'd be good. I feel like people used to eat a lot worse, right? But I guess they ate at home also. So it didn't they probably had smaller portions. Just like in general? Yeah.
1: Maybe so. My family has been a McDonalds family throughout my life. Really? We I don't remember having water until college. <laughs> we were a Coca Cola. McDonald's, yeah. and we'd, then we'd go to the grocery store. We wouldn't buy, like, nice groceries to make a meal. Uh-huh. We'd just go to the deli, like white trash, <laughs> and get fried chicken. My sister and I would eat the fried chicken out of the hot box while we're walking around grocery shopping and then throw the box away. <laughs> I don't know what we were shopping for. We ne- we would, I guess we were shopping for macaroni. That was all we ever had, macaroni and, like, animal cookies. That is epic. Yeah. Were you we all a two-liter on-the-table type of family? We didn't convene too often for family meals. <laughs> it was more of everyone gets a two-liter.
0: Got <laughs> Just walk around the house with a giant Dale Earnhardt mug. yeah. If
1: anyone's seen Gummo, it was a similar <laughs> experience. Just eating corn dogs, drinking Coke. <laughs> We have a Coca-Cola room in our house. Oh, really? That has a booth from a restaurant in it. That's awesome. They went to a restaurant supply store. I didn't have books growing up. <laughs> you have that. I didn't go to school. I was feral. <laughs> but we did have a restaurant supply company booth in our in a room and that we weren't allowed to eat in.
0: Is it still there?
1: Oh, it's still there. <laughs> Are you going home for Thanksgiving? No. No. <laughs> related <laughs> related news. <laughs> Do you go home for Christmas? If I went home for a holiday, we would not dine in the Coca-Cola room. We would go to a Piccadilly.
0: That sounds awesome, though.
1: I went to the Piccadilly uh, in the area recently. Yeah? I went by myself. How
0: many are left? Is there... I- <clears throat> I don't know if there's a pick I didn't know there was a Piccadilly left I thought they all closed
1: No this is in the shopping center with like a dentist uh, oh, on Clearview. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that one is, to my knowledge, still open. Okay.
0: Yeah, the one on Carrollton. <laughs> it may have been, been like
1: the. It may have been like the bartender in The Shining. It could have just been a ghost <laughs> serving a me. yes. But I went, and you know what? Not bad. Yeah. They were very friendly, probably uh-huh. because I was by myself, and they thought I was <laughs> going to snap and kill everyone. In there. <laughs> like. Thirty seven year old white guy wearing all black beard <laughs> just table for one at the dilly. You
0: have got a real incel uh shooter kind of look when you're at the piccadilly alone.
1: Well I was wearing a uh Rick and Morty hoodie <laughs> when I got in there and I had full joker face makeup on. But uh no, very friendly service mm-hmm. and I got jello. Cornbread? Uh yeah, I got cornbread, jello, baked fish. Something that I think was a salad. Oh, I'm not yeah. sure if it was for display purposes only. <laughs> there was fish tank gravel at the bottom of it. And then, you know, I got a big old sweet tea.
0: $12?
1: It was like $12. Oh, great. great. They, uh, they kept trying to put me with other people. Like, there was... <laughs> Uh, there was a thousand-year-old lady in front of me a golfer. and a thousand-year-old lady behind me. And they're like, you two together? And I was like, no. <laughs> and it's like, you two are together? No, I don't no. know any of these old bitches. <laughs> Everyone in here looks like Maude from the Hallmark Cards. I am a man alone at Piccadilly.
0: <laughs> Just let me be. Yeah. I'm a nation unto myself.
1: I'm I'm going to go back.
0: Uh, yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm taking I'm, the lady. I think I might go back. Do you guys
1: want to come? <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll bring everybody. We'll
1: get the ladies together. It'd be great. I used to go with my grandparents all the time. Everyone, if you don't go <laughs> It's like Chuck E. Cheese. If you go without a kid, they stamp your hand. Uh-huh, yeah. If you go to Piccadilly without your grandparents, they stamp your hand. <laughs> yes, yeah, like this is clearly. If a this guy leaves with an old person, we'll know he didn't come in with it.
0: <laughs> he's trying to, an aggressive takeover of the business. There's no other reason he's here. <laughs> um, you know, speaking of all you can eat buffets. Yeah. And the, I guess Piccadilly's not an all you can eat buffet. It is if you have $14. <laughs> <laughs> There is a lot of variety in front of you, though, and there's a lot of variety right now with the way the New Orleans Pelicans are winning basketball games. That's Excellent. Brilliant. Getting better. The Pelicans are good. Yeah. Let's say it. I mm-hmm. think the Pelicans are good. They had a tough mm-hmm. game against the Celtics uh, Friday night, but playing without Zion, uh, you know, Boston's best team in the NBA, I think you can kind of deal with it. Uh But they're good, and uh, it's hard to get a a, a good read as to where they are based on tonight's game, tonight being Monday, uh, because they essentially played the Warriors' JV squad, uh, but they're up, what, 30 right now? They're up 38 right now. I mean, that's a joke. Yeah. (laughs) It's a joke. Uh, It's hard to gauge much about them, but I think it's safe to say they're good. Yeah, I don't don't think they're great uh, yet and I've had the possibility of maybe reaching another level, but they're definitely good.
1: I do think they're a team that's going to get better the more they play together yeah. and the further down the season. Kind of like we saw, we saw it a little bit last year, particularly after the All-Star break. I think... That this team is going to continue to get better as the season goes. Just just giving these guys time to play together, you know. Last episode we talked about these guys. Honestly, haven't played that much together, and you can see where they are currently. Um, three games, I think, over five hundred yeah. at the 17th, 18th game of the season. It's it's a world of difference from last year, yeah. and I feel good about it.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, just to touch on it real quick. The Warriors play the Rockets uh, Sunday night in Houston, and then the back-to-back, both games on the road, and they decided to come to New Orleans for the second time this season. It's not even Thanksgiving. They've already twice this season come here and rested all of their starters. Uh, It's a shitty thing to do to a city uh, and to their fans, people who showed up, and there was a very large crowd in the arena tonight, it looked like. Um, It's just a bummer. And I feel bad for people who buy tickets uh, thinking they're going to see one product and they get something completely different. Uh, it's 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 unlike kind of anything else in sports where you show up and there's like an understanding that, oh, yeah, the team that I'm going to see might literally punt the game. Yeah. And they don't care. That doesn't exist in college football. It doesn't exist in the NFL. It doesn't exist in uh, college basketball. It doesn't exist in... Even in baseball, a team might rest a guy or two, but it's not as if they're literally throwing the white flag on the game before it starts. Yeah. And it is really unique, and I think it's a problem, and I do feel bad for anybody who went tonight thinking they were getting one thing and they got a very different
1: thing. Yeah, and this seems like a a real easy way to turn off young fans, Mm -hmm. uh, fans that are only going to go to one game a year. You know, tickets for this game... Even this morning, we're still relatively more expensive than an average Pelicans game. And, you know, Steph Curry is the most liked, famous basketball player in America. Yes. And if you're going to, not everybody lives, you know, a 20 minute Uber from the arena like we do. Exactly. Some people are coming from Shreveport, Jackson, Mississippi, God knows
0: where to see Steph Curry. And what can you do about it? Nothing. And that's really, I think the NBA has decided uh, they don't care. Uh, They could make a big deal out of it. They've chosen not to. Uh, There's ways that you could penalize teams for doing this. There's ways you could penalize players for doing it. They've decided that the fans who actually show up to see these guys on the road, uh, they are just SOL. Yeah. And, And that's a choice the league makes, and it sucks for... Places like New Orleans uh, that don't have, you know, the kind of stroke that people like he's probably going to play if it's against the Knicks. Right. Mm -hmm. He's probably going to play if it's even against, you know, a a great team in a big city, whatever. But here, this is a perfect place to sit out. Nobody's watching. Nobody cares uh, around the country. And, you know, you played last night. You have a perfect excuse not to go. But it's just, it renders, it makes the regular season NBA basketball experience feel very hollow and and meaningless. You're like, these guys are the champions and they don't give a shit at all. They're willing to literally throw games away. Two times in a month, Mm -hmm. basically, they're just going to throw away games against the same team. That's crazy. That does not exist in any other realm of competition that I can think of.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it just goes to show you that the season is too long yeah. because Steve Kerr is not a stupid coach. He's no. not a bad coach. I mean, the Warriors are 1-8 on the road. They're going to be 1-9 <laughs> in about 10 minutes. Yeah. And the first win they had was last night in Houston. Mm-hmm. Who's terrible. I mean, you would, you know, I would think that if I was really paying attention and I got a little kid that wants to go see Steph, I'd go, well, they won one against a shitty team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a back to back. But I'm going to bet that since the last time they were here, he didn't play. He's going to play this time. You know, it's hard to gamble with that on top of how expensive it is to go there and just how precious everyone's time is. And you're gonna start losing fan you know, MLB has a huge problem keeping younger fans because of how inaccessible it is. And this is another inaccessible thing like how to watch a Pelicans game. Yeah. There's a solution now. Bally's is an app that you can do. There's no solution to this. No.
0: And and the the only solution would be if the league severely punished teams who rested their guys who were healthy and made them like if you sit for one game, you have to sit for three.
1: Like Anthony Davis, <laughs> yeah, that, on the Pelicans. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's like if that was what you did, the coaches wouldn't sit guys out. Yeah, right? if you had like if you miss a game, you have to miss the whole week. Like you, you could do it. Mm-hmm. It would not make the league better overall, but it would definitely, and it would piss the players off. You know, so you'd end up with a whole cold war for no reason because they just don't care, uh, and and the league's media doesn't care because all most of the league's media cares about is who wins the championship. Mm-hmm. So any by any means of improving your opportunity to win the championship, and you can't say that Golden State is stupid for doing this because they just won the championship. Yeah. And that's why the, the person who pioneered this whole thing of just resting guys you know, and, and rendering the games worthless was Greg Popovich, and he was able to do it because the Spurs had gone to the finals like four times in five years or something. So it's like, yeah, the guy clearly knows what he's doing. All anybody cares about is the playoffs. So what is the point of all this? And now 20 teams make the postseason. So who cares about a loss yeah. in November? You're like, what is the difference?
1: Yeah, and the league media isn't going to... The league media, the most popular... Uh, figureheads for it are former players who all wish they could have done this yes so you're not going to hear any negative mainstream criticism yeah. of this you're not going to hear anything about real people and how it affects actual fans
0: yeah oh the nobody they, literally no one cares about them yeah they just like the the however many thousand people who showed up tonight who were very upset that they couldn't watch a real basketball game and now i'm sure some people were happy because they just want to watch the pelicans <clears> win and that's great But I would think most people bought tickets for this particular game because of this particular opponent. You just didn't see it. So it also is very hard to judge this game. Uh, Credit to the Pelicans as compared to the last time Golden State came with no players. That game came down to the last few minutes. This one was literally never in doubt. I believe the Pelicans are up 20 to end the first quarter. uh, And, you know, Jose Alvarado was... Grand Theft Alvaradoing, and everybody was you know jumping around and laughing, and I mean it was it, it felt in a lot of ways like uh, an exhibition game.
1: Yeah, I I texted you earlier and was like Warriors plus ten and a half all day, baby, <laughs> yeah. and now it's uh,
0: plus thirty seven. <laughs> you take it on the live line right now. <laughs> I think they got. It. I did that last year. The last remember if you remember both the Pelicans and Warriors, the last game of the season last year sat out all their starters. And uh, Warriors were up like, except for Clay, and Clay scored forty. And he uh, was fresh. And right when they took Clay out of the game, I, the guy who's uh, my buddy Henry and I, live bet uh, on the <laughs> Pelicans. And Garrett Temple hit a three at the buzzer to cover. It was a all-time gambling moment.
1: Wow! But you haven't been having a good week with gambling.
0: Ice cold. It's brutal. <laughs> when do you retire from gambling? <laughs> I think the world <laughs> retires you. Yeah. Uh, like I'm not lose. I don't bet enough money to where you know it's like gonna cause me any sort of problem. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, that's that a lot of people don't have that. So I just need like a sign to be like, you should just stop because you're ice cold and you need to reset.
1: I think most people's gambling stopping is when they take their phone to the pawn shop to sell <laughs> it. And then they have to go to the casino and the casino
0: kicks them out. Yeah. And I guess the the first step on the road to retirement is just fading yourself, which that's what I'm going to start doing now. I just
1: have such limited expendable income. I'm like, well, that was $60. (laughs) I'm done gambling for three months.
0: I just never pull the money out of the account. So like, even when I win, it's all just... Like, those minute it was deposited, it's gone. You know? It's like, it's like the same way when a guy buys a wedding ring. Yeah. He's married. Like Yeah. The same, and the opposite way works with kids and pregnancy, where it's like the, the woman in the relationship immediately understands the weight of the child that's coming, <laughs> and the guy's like, not until the baby arrives. That's how I am. Like, the minute the deposit goes into the account, I'm like, it's over. Like that money is gone, <laughs> and now I get however much is in there, I get to play with for as long as it's in there, and I did so well for so long there's a lot still just sitting in there, and so it's like do i I need to stop because I just keep losing, yeah, but I'm not depositing any more money, right? Maybe you just need
1: to buy something wacky, yeah. Like, is there like any, like an air hockey table? Is there something <laughs> you could pull that money out and use it on? Cause what I,
0: I'll, i not get to use money on anything fun.
1: I'll win <laughs> whatever I, whenever I win whatever I deposited, I'll pull that out. Oh, and then I'm gotcha. like, now I can house money. Yeah. Now I can mess around with this. Yeah. And what really gets me to stop gambling. And it happens more often than you'd think. Like in my head, I place the bet uh-huh. and like I'll maybe even like put it in the slip or whatever, and sure. then I won't go through with it. And then it <laughs> completely hit. I'm like, I'm never touching this again. <laughs> I had like a seven, it was just like a mu- seven team, like money line parlay. <laughs> the nfl three weeks ago because there were a lot of lopsided matches three weeks ago and they all hit yeah and i was like oh that was like a four dollar bet i'm gonna get like 90 bucks yeah and then i looked in there and i never placed it brutal that was it for me that's brutal I'm,
0: yeah i think i just need a new strategy live live game something like that i got to do something. live betting
1: <laughs> is the dumbest it's so worst dumb. thing At least before, like tonight, the Warriors line was like five and a half. I know. This afternoon. I was really stupid.
0: I knew they were going to arrest everybody. Someone had told me last night they are going to arrest everybody, and I didn't even think about it. But I didn't use the information, so you can't get mad at me, NBA. I didn't do anything with it because I didn't bet the game because I'm an idiot it's not because I'm moral not because I'm moral it's because I'm stupid yeah <laughs>
1: big difference <laughs> I
0: know. uh I don't know man I uh, I, I have a hard time game- basketball I find to be significantly more challenging to bet on as well there's just so many games
1: just in general it's all hard to bet on it is it
0: is everything's hard and that's why it's so crazy when you go ice cold because you're like It's got to be 50-50 at some point, right? It's just as hard to win as it is to lose.
1: You're going to have to build your confidence back up with some easy money lines or maybe just some silly stuff. Who scores first? There you
0: go. Some of that. Yeah.
1: Maybe uh, some, I don't know, Jose Alvarado over (laughs) under steals
0: steals. (laughs) 1.5. That's the one I do. Valanchunas
1: (laughs) double-double. You can win like a dollar on that if you bet oh yeah bucks
0: yeah i'm sure the uh
1: pals are currently up 21 points oh three apart. minutes oh uh, no 41 41, 41, 41 points, points.
0: <laughs> yeah they're gonna cover um uh, you know quickly the celtics game did you get to see much of that on friday not live
1: yeah uh you know, the the Celtics didn't seem like they were arresting any players. No,
0: they showed up and they uh, between Tatum and Tatum didn't even play that well. They just made a bunch of threes as a team. Pelicans didn't. I think that's the big Pelican storyline to look at over the next few weeks is can this team start shooting and making three pointers? Uh, one of the bigger issues that this team has is a lot of teams are going to make you know, 10 to 12 more threes than them in a game. That's going to happen, you know, from time to time. It's what happened against Boston, and that is hard math to try to overcome. And New Orleans is a lot of good players who make a lot of two-pointers, and they don't have a ton of guys you can rely on from three. I think Ingram's doing better from three. McCollum is obviously heated up a little bit, but it is not a team that really kills you beyond the arc. And in the way the modern NBA is, uh, that can be a problem.
1: Oh, ye of little faith. Uh-huh. Devontae Graham, five three-pointers tonight. <laughs> there we go. He's going to get the... I'm sure he was
0: blanketed yeah. in coverage by some <laughs> guy who's driving <laughs> Uber come April.
1: He's going to get the dat dog player <laughs> of the game. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I mean... But the Pelicans have, have not really shot average from three. They have either shot zero Mm -hmm. or they've shot like 55 percent yeah there has been no 30 35 percent right it has been lights out or nothing yeah and it's seemingly been completely dependent on the team they're playing Mm -hmm. uh good looks are not always an indicator for this team that 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 the shots are going to go in
0: (laughs) yeah and it's not like the offense has been bad they're sixth right now in points per game at 116 per game they're uh even their three point percentage is in the top five but they just take, you know, a bottom third, like twenty twenty-second. It looks like in three-point attempts per game. So yeah, that's a lot of math to say uh, they can score. They score efficiently and they play fast. But if you can't make threes and the other team can, you're 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 setting yourself up for difficult nights, especially against good teams. That's what Boston did to them. I think it's a blueprint. A lot of good teams, and especially in the playoffs, what teams are going to try to do to them. So. It is something to work on. It's a storyline to watch for this team. Overall, though, I don't know how you come away with anything other than saying, like, yeah, they're pretty good. I mm-hmm. don't think you could, there's no, there's nothing to panic about. There's nothing really to crow about. I think they're okay. And they're in a stretch coming <clears> up where they should win a lot. And, uh, you know, they are in a really nice. The Spurs, the Grizzlies are good. But the Spurs, Thunder, Raptors, Spurs again, Nuggets, Pistons. That's the next seven games. That is a easy stretch of yeah. games. And those are very winnable. Uh, most or half of them at home. Uh, and then you've got the Suns coming here twice in one weekend, which, I mean, that's going to be a party for Devin Booker and the guys. Yeah. You have to camp out at the penthouse club <laughs> for a few days. <laughs> um, but it is a a. a, a Lull in the schedule, especially if you include tonight and uh, the last game uh, before Boston was against Chicago, some bad teams coming at a good time. I think you're going to be able to pile up some wins, kind of separate yourself from the pack a little bit, and uh, things are looking good for the Pelicans.
1: They are, and things have also uh, shined a little brighter for the Saints. Yeah, yeah. Andy Dalton, three touchdowns, no interceptions. The Saints, as a whole, zero turnovers, only one or two penalties. Uh, It was a shocking performance.
0: Yes, accurate. I was stunned that they won that game.
1: It was shocking and stunning that they won. It was shocking and stunning how bad Los Angeles is. The ultimate Super Bowl hangover.
0: I don't know what happened
1: there. Good lord! It doesn't seem like it's that. I, I Cooper Cup was out, but he hasn't been out every game this season. They yeah. had Aaron Donald, Von Miller's pretty good, I guess. And uh, Matt
0: Stafford's shoulder fall off. Like I don't. It's very odd how fast that fell apart.
1: It's the curse of the commercials. You got guys like Baker Mayfield who have some promise, and then they do fifteen Geico commercials where they're like doing the worm. <laughs> with, like, improv actors. <laughs> you know, it's like Flo from Progressive and Baker Mayfield <laughs> and Matt Stafford.
0: Yes, yeah, doing the pepper grinder. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. How many commercials for Hulu can you do before you lose sight of the goal?
0: Yeah, and I do think it's, uh, you know, you listen to sports writers sometimes be like, oh, this is what you get for sacrificing draft picks or whatever to chase a championship. And I think... The Rams have no fans, but I I think, you know, the average person, if you were to ask and be like, is it worth it to have four crappy seasons in exchange for winning the Super Bowl, every single one of them would say yes. Yeah, definitely. I'd have the Saints go 0-16 for a decade if they won the Super Bowl again. That was the best night ever. Yeah, I think that kind of did happen. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the Saints stayed, the Saints did the opposite where they were like consistently good, but didn't were never great and never got back to the championship. And it was like that was nice, but it was kind of torture.
1: Yeah, which now seems to be – used to that Seemed like a very Saints-specific problem. It's seeming like more and more teams are getting stuck in that hole, particularly the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Very much a, a Drew Brees scenario. Yeah. Like. I th- I think ten years from now, and you look back, it's it, it's going to be
0: like identical careers and identical teams for the most part. Yeah, I th- it is like weird to see the Rams do kind of what like that's the trade off. It's like, well, you got your championship, and then everything fell apart immediately. It's like, all right, that's okay. Like, yeah, I, I can stop paying attention to a team that sucks. Yeah. Dragging out, you know, like almost getting there every year and then blowing it, uh, to me is way harder. And and look, even the Saints game, like I had it on, I wasn't paying that much attention to it. Yeah, like, Andy Dalton, I guess, looked pretty good, especially in the second half. Um, it was a weird, it was like a just a weird game. We kept waiting for them to sort of fall apart, and they just didn't. And they somehow contained Aaron Donald with like four backup offensive linemen. And, you know, I, Olave was really the only weapon that was doing anything. Even Kamara, I don't think, put up particularly good numbers.
1: No, he had a memorable run or two. Uh, Juwan Johnson mm-hmm. has become a favorite target of Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Um, probably Andy Dalton's favorite target that's on the Saints. <laughs> and, uh,. Jarvis Landry, I believe it was his first game back in a Mm. while. He had a touchdown as well. Yeah. Um, So, you know, like we've been saying, you just got to get some weapons around Andy Dalton to really get him (laughs) firing. Man, I don't know if the color on my TV is off, but his hair looks like the bad guy from Impossibles. (laughs) Incredibles. Incredibles. Yes.
0: I saw Andy Dalton today. (laughs) In the flesh. Oh, yeah. At a uh, old Metairie eatery, uh, I saw Andy Dalton. Did he with point his wife. a fork at you and
1: go, <laughs> you.
0: Uh, the red rifle still has something, uh, some, some ammo in the. Is the, it neon red it, in person? He was wearing a hat, so it was hard to tell, but okay. it was pretty red.
1: Wearing a hat? This is a nice restaurant? No, I wouldn't
0: say nice. It okay. was, you know, daytime. <laughs> i'm larry david i'm tony soprano take the hat, take off. The hat off yeah it's like a coffee shop ish you know okay yeah it's a hat acceptable he was wearing very tight pants it was kind of weird but i think that's what people wear they were like joggers
1: yeah that's a very uh cool big city thing like the tight joggers some yeah. ostentatious shoes uh-huh and you know, then a shirt with uh, Tony Soprano on it, smoking a cigar with SpongeBob. <laughs> Is the word
0: metrosexual still a thing people say? No. Yeah, remember that? That was the thing that people said. Oh, all the time. I
1: remember that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was like a metrosexual. I was like, I. I'm thinking about it now. I, I that just seems like a homophobic thing to say, right? Well,
1: I tried to adopt it because you know I'm I'm a prim and proper man. I take <laughs> care are? of myself. Yes. I was probably a little more feminine when I was younger, but uh-huh. I just want everybody to stop calling me gay. So I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not gay. I'm metrosexual, and they're like, that's worse.
0: <laughs> I'm gay, when I just don't have sex with guys. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? I
1: am appropriating <laughs> gay culture. To have sex with more women. <laughs> I'm painting my nails not because I'm, uh, I've got any sense of pride and any sort of community. I just want to emulate a guy in a band <laughs> so I appear to be the most interesting man at Piccadilly. <laughs>
0: You guys want to come over and see a pretty sweet restaurant? So. <laughs> we can't touch it, but uh, yeah, man. I I, I thank. I'm glad the Saints won. It is the one nice aspect of not having a first round pick, because there's no like rooting against them. Yeah, you know, I feel like that this time of the year when the Saints are really bad, I would tend to you know be rooting for the draft pick. Uh, around now and be like hey you know if they kept losing you could get in the top five yeah and now it's like yeah there's no upside to losing so let's just go ahead and try to win and uh, so that was nice they won and now what what is the division they're still only what two games back and I think they still play Tampa Atlanta and Carolina once each yeah so it's not as if it's completely out of the realm but realistically I, I just can't imagine them stringing a bunch of wins together
1: no this team is far too streaky if if there there was some hope after the vegas game yeah if they could have gotten one more win in between that i'd feel a little more hopeful yeah now it's just kind of a position of well that was fun yeah let's see what the next one is yeah and the next one is the 49ers future quarterback of the saints
0: <laughs> janine garofalo <laughs> that's him yeah <laughs> He's far prettier than <laughs> Janet <Carole>. Grabow. <laughs> the Forty uh, the ers are up currently twenty-four to ten in the uh, fourth quarter against Arizona, so they'll be coming off a short week. Uh, and that game is in the that game is in San Francisco. Yeah, like, oh, it is. I thought it was in the dome.
1: Okay. No, um, yeah, I was looking at ticket prices.
0: Yeah, like wow, <laughs> who can afford yeah. this? Like oh, people that don't live here. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, guys with real jobs and Patagonia sweaters, that's who can afford this.
1: Not real, yeah, but they pay like real jobs. There's some guy who's like, yeah, my job is just I go on Twitter and I make sure that the people buying check marks aren't Nazis. I get paid $500,000 a year. And then you hear about like Elon Musk firing everybody at Twitter. It's like good. Twitter sucks.
0: <laughs> you shouldn't have a job at Twitter. People have really freaked out about the Elon Musk Twitter. Thing. I'm like I, and I thought it's like I, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about and everybody was like it's shutting down. I was like, "Well, you know, Phew. Good. I was like, I don't know. That seems like a solve the world's one of the world's ills there. Um, but then it was like, "No, you know, like it's not going to shut down. It's just going to be worse." I was like, "All right.
1: What's going to be worse? Are people going to tweet dumber
0: ideas? Yeah, I was like, there's not going to be a "What's happening" tab. Okay, <laughs> trending topics. People get very like the, the level of like personal offense people were taking to the, the way Elon Musk is running Twitter. It was like this is makes this is beyond my understanding of why people are taking this so personally.
1: I would like to switch daily responsibilities with anyone that is upset at how twitter is being managed (laughs) like if you have that space in your life to be upset at the website that sucks (laughs) and you're mad at it more because i guess donald trump is was invited to come back and he was like no yeah and they invited kanye west to come back i didn't know he'd gotten banned oh yeah i don't know there was a saying uh when i was more political in my youth there was a saying that was like you don't like gay marriage don't get gay married you don't like twitter don't fucking go on twitter you yeah. don't like donald trump don't follow donald trump yeah can we just mind our own business
0: I, it was just like a lot of people extolling the virtues of twitter and it's like that this guy's like ruining some unique american institution it's like it's not it's not that it's not the met you know, I was like this is not this is something that we can live without. Yeah, there are a hundred other social media platforms, all of which you can use. All of a sudden, Mark Zuckerberg seems like the good guy in the uh, you know tech community. Uh, There's always got to be
1: some event to take somebody that's bad and make them good. Yes. I don't know if you remember uh, everyone's thoughts on Big Pharma oh, before yeah. COVID. Oh, yeah, you remember how they were charging people a thousand dollars for insulin uh-huh. and hoarding, like killing people with fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. all that stuff. That yeah. kind of went out the window. So <laughs> Zuckerberg is, uh, you know, he's going to be the GQ Man of the Year. Well, it won't be. It'll be
0: Lizzo or you know. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know how we ended up on this, but yeah, I mean, the the Twitter and the Saints all seem like they're in the same position of everyone kind of hates them, but they're addicted. And so they'll continue to use the product uh, even as it gets continually worse. Yeah, I think that's (laughs) pretty fair summation. If Twitter
1: goes away, which it won't, this is... Uh, no. Do you remember World War Three? Yes. On Twitter, they were like, oh, it's World War 3 We're all going to die. Mm-hmm. And then everybody just forgot about it because yeah. the Baconator came out the next day. <laughs> the new Baconator with gravy. So everybody forgot about World War Three.
0: Well, I think uh, the person who really wants Twitter to go away is Vladimir Putin. Because once yeah. those <laughs> Ukrainian flags next to people's <laughs> names go away that will the war will turn in his favor. That, true. That's true. That's what he's waiting for. The Ukrainian flags next to people's names has been what's carried the day for, uh, for the Ukrainian people. <laughs> and their, and their, their army.
1: Well, at least uh, nobody's student debt will be wiped out so we can send <laughs> yeah. more money over to Ukraine.
0: We know a lot about politics here. We should keep talking about it. We're very studied on world world, world wars and theater of, uh, of global politics. We could do a new segment. Yeah. Global politics. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think about NATO this week, huh? Uh, <laughs> on that note, we'll talk about something that we like a lot more. That's right, everybody. Gambling.
1: DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Same game parlays, easy and fast payouts, easily the best sportsbook app I've used. Personally, I'll make it a winner in my book. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win
0: big. It's just an easy-to-use app. It's a great app. The problem is not the app. My problem gambling is not the app. My problem is the teams I'm picking. They make it very easy. The lines are very clear. And they pay, like, immediately, which is the best part. I've used one of these before where, like, it takes weeks to pay out. DraftKings is very good about
1: that. And they don't, like, try and cheat you. They don't try and trick you. It's real easy to get your money quickly. And when you get these big payouts, which you do on these same game parlays, you need that money. Yes. (laughs) You need that money quick. You need it easy.
0: and. Fast.
1: Yeah, that's that's the the way I like my money fast.
0: I like my money fast and easy.
1: And then you can go out and party. Yeah, you can celebrate. Pop
0: bottles.
1: Yeah, that's what I do. Uh huh. Sprite remix.
0: <laughs> yeah, I go to, you can go to Piccadilly alone. <laughs> One of
1: those dream flavored Coca Colas. <laughs> when I hit it big with a same game parlay, I'm gonna buy an NBA Jam four player machine. Put it over there next to my Simpsons arcade game.
0: And our podcast will literally just be us announcing the NBA Jam games.
1: Yeah. The podcast is essentially evolving into us being at Dave and Buster's, (laughs) but in my own house. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code POLKANDKUSH. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code POLKANDKUSH. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Simple enough. Sounds good, man. Get to it, everybody.
0: Gamble.
1: <laughs> you're gonna be like the aflac duck but for saying gamble
0: gamble for DraftKings. oh that takes us into my favorite part of every single week on this here program ladies and gentlemen the worst <laughs>
1: what
0: you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i've ever heard everyone in this room is now dumb.
1: The worst. We all try to find different joys in life. Some chase the demon rum, other <laughs> loose women, and some uh, an inflatable hot tub. Uh, <laughs> not all of us can achieve the uh, mountaintop. That is, dancing on top of a moving 18-wheeler in Houston, Texas.
0: That's great.
1: A Texas man who jumped onto a moving 18-wheeler before starting to dance later died after slamming into a bridge while dancing on top of that same 18-wheeler. Was he a
0: cartoon duck?
1: (laughs) The driver of the Red Kinworth 18-wheeler had no knowledge that the man who climbed on top of the cargo portion of the truck, according to the news release from Houston Police Department, the incident occurred just after 11.30 a.m. So this is in the morning. Yeah. Uh, On the freeway in Houston, police sent a release about the incident on Monday after a video of the man dancing on the 18-wheeler went viral on Facebook. The video received more than 500 shares.
0: Oh, did it show him dying?
1: Well, I was a little confused. I had to deep dive into this. I thought that the video of him dancing that received all the shares was him because he was filming himself for a TikTok. He was doing TikTok dances on top of this 18-wheeler. Is that the first
0: fatal TikTok dance?
1: It couldn't be. (laughs) The video was from somebody driving behind the 18-wheeler filming this goofball dancing on top of it, you know, saying, who is this dummy? Yeah. Doing the Macarena on top of a eighteen <laughs> wheeler. Yes, and in the video that they filmed, you can see the man duck successfully under the first overpass. What I do not believe the video caught was him unsuccessfully ducking beyond the second overpass.
0: That is, uh, you know, I feel for his family, but that's some Darwin Award stuff. I've ever heard of it.
1: Police said he was determined not to be impaired. And was released. Oh, this is the driver. The driver. It doesn't matter if this driver's drunk. Yeah. (laughs) This
0: driver could be doing better. (laughs) 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 It
1: would have taken some of the edge off of seeing a man (laughs) fall on the front of your.
0: (laughs) He might have hit a car before
1: going under the bridge if he was drunk. The man who fell off the truck was transported uh, by the Houston Fire Department to the Memorial Hermann, Texas Medical Center, where he was later pronounced stupid. Now, dead. That's a typo. The man died from multiple blood impact injuries, according to Houston officials. Uh, he's revealed to be 25 years old. It is unclear, officially, why the man was
0: on top of the 18-wheeler was he trying to become a coyote was that part of what he was he was named wild e coyote and he was i mean i've never heard of anything like that from a human being before
1: do you think the bridge that he didn't duck under had a doorway painted on it and i thought he was going through it <laughs>
0: that's what i'm saying like like that it's it, that all of it is a cartoon I think there was a Super Dave sketch where he once was like playing a piano on top of a, a truck, and it, you know, and it was like so ludicrous, like that could never happen. But then TikTok came around, and, and everyone's brains now uh, have turned off of anything considered logic.
1: Well, it could also maybe this is somebody our age who really liked the second Matrix movie. <laughs> When they're fighting on the 18-wheeler And they're like jumping in and out of it and stuff Can we blame the Fast and Furious franchise for this? I mean, I think we could
0: (laughs) It seems like this is entirely their fault
1: I want to, as I'm prone to do, wildly speculate here Uh I'm going to say this is an 18-wheeler in Houston Uh Coming up from Mexico This 18-wheeler, the cab, (laughs) filled with illegal immigrants (laughs) One of them escaped And climbed up through the roof. He's so elated to be free in America (laughs) that he starts dancing with joy like uh, bulky and perfect strangers. (laughs) And he doesn't realize, because they don't have bridges where he's from, he gets clobbered (laughs) by one. This isn't a TikTok, man. This is an immigrant seeking a better life. And you're laughing at him. It's
0: unbelievable. That's a very good you've spun a hell of a yarn there. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great you googly. Case closed. <laughs>
1: um That wasn't uh, the only
0: worst this week. No,
1: I've got another one. Are you
0: a are you a soccer man? I used to watch a decent amount of soccer. It's like one of those uh as you get older you start to cut some of these sports out of your life. Like especially I used to watch like everything and now uh-huh. it's like I don't really watch baseball anymore. And I used to watch a lot of soccer, and now I don't... I didn't even know the World Cup started today.
1: Yeah, the World Cup started today. And when I think of World Cup, when I really think of soccer in general, I think of beer-fueled mayhem. Yes. And uh, Qatar, uh, which is uh, just another country totally from America. Yeah. They banned the sale of beer at World Cup stadiums on Friday, Uh, Taking a sudden U turn on a deal the conservative Muslim Emirate made to secure the soccer tournament with only two days to go before the opening game. So, beer, huge part of the World Cup. Mm -hmm. People spend thousands upon thousands of dollars to go here from all over the world, thinking they're going to have 900 beers, (laughs) fight somebody, run on the field. Whatever you do at a soccer game, they're not able to do that. They have Bud Zero, which. I've had. <laughs> it tastes like if you just put some Fritos in a sweet tea. <laughs> uh,
0: I, the fact that anybody's surprised by any of this uh, is, is odd to me because... It's a nation of, like... So there's, like, 300,000 citizens in the whole country. Even though, like, 5 million people live there. It's essentially just, like, apartheid. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's all incredibly religious and based on, you know, squelching people's human rights. And uh, and it's, like, yeah, these guys are capricious. Like, they're going to change their mind about stuff that they don't give a crap about. There was also, like, a reporter... Uh, like Grant Wall, who is like probably the most famous soccer reporter in America. And he like tried to go in with like a rainbow Mm flag shirt into the stadium. And he's like, they didn't let me in. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like, it's not America. Yeah, Like, they don't owe you anything. Like, I I agree that what they're doing is terrible. They should not have the World Cup. I'm like, but we're going to feign surprise that they don't want drinking and gay flags everywhere. And like these people who like if they won't. The doctors will not give you prenatal care unless you can show a marriage certificate because it's illegal to have sex before you're married. It's you really, have to like have a kid in the side of the road. Just
1: the audacity of somebody uh, not allowing a gay shirt at a soccer game. <laughs> like, do you guys know what the rest of the world thinks about soccer?
0: You think they bet on the Women's World Cup? No. <laughs>
1: It says that the move was the latest sign of the tension of staging the event, which is not just a sports tournament, but also a month-long party. I can think of better places to have a month-long party. It's also incredibly expensive. It's like $220 million for them to like host and put this thing on. And they
0: to build like eight stadiums.
1: And it was, the I think, the cheapest World Cup ever was in America. And most of them aren't like in the hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. to, to host. Uh, yeah, it was
0: it was a bribe.
1: It's just very, it's peculiar. I don't follow the World Cup. Yeah. You know, there was a time and place where I would put a little browser in the corner at work and kind of pretend to be into it. Sure. It's something that's on. There's flags.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I, I mean, I watched the World Cup a lot from 94... When I was like 10 years old until I guess f- whatever the one, like five years ago, four or five years ago, I enjoyed the World Cup because it came on in August when there was nothing to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just like the Olympics. It's like it's on. It's great. It's a limited amount of time. And the second it's over, I never think about it again. Yeah. And and even like the second, like uh, the, the USA, whatever, tied today. So people were upset about that. I was like, why? Like, I mean. Okay, like I just have no energy for it, um, and I guess you know it puts me in the minority of sports fans who seem to care about the U.S. national team. But I, uh, I just don't care at all. It's just beyond my, it's beyond my scope now.
1: What do you think would happen if the Mercedes-Benz Superdome stopped serving beer? like a, like an hour
0: before a game. Yeah, if you just showed up for the Super Bowl and they just didn't have beer. Like people would just walk people would, just would leave. What would people do? I think they'd just leave.
1: I think we would see large-scale riots.
0: <laughs> the best would be if it was something like jazz fest. Aren't there people always to jazz
1: fest like no. Oh my god. <laughs> the bands would leave.
0: Yeah, the beer's illegal this year. It's like uh
1: I mean, maybe. I guess alcohol is like very much on lockdown in Qatar. I don't think. I don't think like bringing in a flask or anything is an option. I don't know if these guys can. No,
0: it's like designated parts of the city where you can drink. Well, it's also tourists. like
1: if you did risk sneaking a beer in, you know, with one of those like foam finger things, it's actually like <laughs> filled with booze. Oh yeah. If you got caught, I'm sure you would just be killed.
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah, they're going <laughs> to chop off your hands for this. They're going to rip out your esophagus from your neck. Uh, these are not nice people. Uh, they're very rich people, so they get to do what they want. And it's their, look, it's their country. It's like, respect their rules if you're going to go to their country. If you're stupid enough, if you like soccer enough, that you're going to go to Qatar to go watch it, you got to deal with it. I did see a bunch of fans from Wales didn't want to go to Qatar. I guess that's who the US played today. Mm -hmm. They were like, We don't like we're very excited that we're in the World Cup, but we don't want to go to Qatar. And so like five thousand Welsh fans all went to the Canary Islands, which is like a vacation spot in Europe. And they all like went and partied balls there and like watched it on TV. That seems like a great (laughs) idea. I was like, that is genius. And it's so much better than flying to Qatar and just sitting, you know, in the desert with nothing to drink. And you can't, like, make out with your girlfriend.
1: (laughs) Which you love to do at a boiling hot soccer game where the
0: score's tied. It's so insulting to America it's taking place in November. Like, it's in the middle of football season. I don't have the bandwidth to care about the World Cup. It's supposed to pass time when there's nothing else going on. The world does not care about American soccer. I suppose, but they should care more about us. (laughs) Don't they know it's rivalry weekend in college football? Yeah. You think I'm going to be watching, you know... There's
1: new episodes of Nine One One on.
0: <laughs> you think I'm going to be watching Ecuador soccer <laughs> while the Michigan-Ohio State game's going on? Come on, bro.
1: Ecuador beat Qatar. What? A, who could forget? I don't know if that's an upset. What was the year with
0: the Vuvuzelas? That was a fun 2010. year. 2010. That was a fun year. That
1: was the only year I watched. That was great. People are, like, <laughs> hacking their TVs to, like tune out the frequency
0: of them. It was hilarious. That was generally the most (laughs) hilarious thing fans have ever done. Like, we're going to bring in the single most annoying noise and have it play for the entire month on a thing that everyone in the world is watching.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad that the Saints fandom did not pick up on that for very long.
0: The the other thing that sucked were, I remember thundersticks. Yeah. Those were awful. Those they, still exist. They still give those at Pelicans games. Yeah. Awful. If you get like the wrong kid sitting behind you with thundersticks and they just will not stop my kids uh <laughs> I mean, it's it's a really annoying sad.
1: We do not have a good thunderstick free throw crowd at Pelicans games. Uh, Cush is dying currently. He's choking on his own vitriol. This is going to be the last episode of Polk and Cush, everybody. He is real red, redder than usual. But this has been a good episode, nonetheless. Uh, we appreciate you listening. You know where to find us, rate us, all that good stuff. Check out CrescentCanada.com, 30% off with promo code CUSH, K-U-S-H. And check out DraftKings, promo code Polk CUSH. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much. See ya!